Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You are now locked in to the GZ Chat Shot. Yo, what is up everybody? It's Hachi here. I know it has been a while, but welcome back to another episode of the GZ Chop Shop, the episode before the season two finale. It's been a really weird couple of weeks, a lot of things going on. The guys and I have been super duper busy, so it's been really hard to lock down, getting some time to squeeze in some episodes, but we are going to finish off the season strong, and we are going to finish this season off right. But before we get into the episode, I want to say a big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. You guys are amazing. The whole reason the show can keep on going. So thank you guys so much for your support. And if you're interested in becoming a Patreon, you'll be able to find a link in the description. You can go to patreon.com forward slash the GZ Chop Shop. Sign up there, get some awesome perks, get the episode early. Here's some stuff from behind the scenes. Really, really awesome stuff. And also I want to give a big shout out to Four Over Zero for redeeming those points on the Twitch channel. Thank you so much for your support, bro. Really appreciate you. Looking forward to doing more live streams for you in the future. Now, you guys are probably wondering why I'm rattling off stuff really, really fast in this intro. <laughs> it because will make we're sense. We're gonna talk soon. about speed runs. Speed <laughs> yeah. running. We're gonna talk about speed nay runs. Or nay. Yes, and we're gonna try to do a speed run episode. So what started this whole topic was something that King Rufus found. King Rufus, do you have that I do. article I do. ready to so, go, bro? Uh, this was posted just two weeks ago, and I did check, and it has been verified. The first ever, to at least to my knowledge, uh, Super Mario 64, uh, 16 stars, beat the game, finished in 14 minutes, 59 seconds. 59.33 seconds. So it is the first ever sub 15 minute run of Super Mario 64. Uh, it was done by Aki, who I can only assume is in Japan. Uh, <laughs> from hearing him talk, he is. <laughs> and when I watched him play, it was he was playing the Japanese version of uh, Super Mario 64. Um, super impressive. Uh, you can find him on. It's posted on his YouTube at Aki A K K I nine four one, and it's it's pretty impressive. Uh, regardless of, I know we're going to get into speed running, but the amount of time that he probably spent on this was uh, more than I've ever played Super Mario sixty four in my life, and I've played that game a lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. It's- Speed running is definitely uh, an art. It's it's a. Different I don't hate nobody that does the speed run. Let, let's establish that. I do not have any hate in 
my body towards somebody that completes the speed run with no issue, right? I do feel away with certain people when it comes to speed runs, though, because they're them doing the speed run is basically just coming down to I want to claim the claim to fame that I beat it the fastest. So I'm gonna use every cheat, glitch, and anomaly in a game that could potentially break this game just so that I can say, I'm number one, I'm number one, right? <laughs> yeah. I also feel certain I mean, games shouldn't be a speed That's kind of how I feel about it too. So and I think this is something that's, that's really important is to me for the time, Mario 64 is about as perfect of a platformer as you can get. Uh, if you were playing the game in the way that it's meant to be played, you would find almost no glitches. You know, every game, regardless of what it is, is going to have glitches in it that can and that can be exploited if you try hard enough. And Mario 64 is no different. But yeah. honestly, I don't know how a lot of these glitches are even found like how do you find that you know when you grab the rabbit instead of taking the star that you get from the rabbit you triple jump back into a door and it allows you to glitch through two different doors to get to the fun to get to the end of the game exactly exactly like how do you think of that what possessed you to sit there and put these completely separate variables together and think like that means you the only way i could think of that is when people like with resident evil there's there's especially in resident evil remake people have already discovered glitches that allow them to speed run the game even faster than the trophy allows because what the trophy for resident evil is like hey beat the game in like two hours okay the game is designed where if you know what you're doing you can beat the game with no glitches in under two hours but people are still beating it faster than that because they have these programs that allow them to see the map as a whole and how it's all stagnated and know what like oh if i clip this wall here i can actually fall through and go to this next level and i'll know exactly where mr x so it's like how do people know the mechanics unless they know someone who helped design the game that's the only way i can think of that and then it just gets spread by word of mouth because that's right. a very specific so, thing I think, to know like a lot of speed running especially in the 3D era of games, a lot of it has to do with glitching. And I think with that is also the founding of the internet and like all these things, you know, starting to like pop up, you know, one little thing after another, like Super Mario 64, for example, one of the most famous things is going up where the stairs are. There's actually originally a ramp, but you can get up it if you go backwards into it, like jump backwards into it multiple times, then you can get up the ramp. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to get up the ramp. That's something that I could see being done as trial and error and then showing up on uh, old forums, if anybody remembers what the hell a forum is, (laughs) you know, back in 1999 or 2000, and then, you know, and then going from there. And then next thing you know, it's one little thing yeah. and another little thing. And then 
speedrunners, you know, they're all all watching each other and what it is that they're doing um, to beat these games faster. You know, so and, and I think it's really cool. Uh, some games, which leading up to this podcast, I was watching a couple of different other speedruns that I know. Like I know Tony Hawk's Pro Skater has a very large speedrunning community. Um, and so with Tony Hawk, and I'm glad you brought that up. Tony Hawk, though, well, which version? So the ones that I was, a lot of a lot of people play the first three games: Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Pro Skater Two, and Pro Skater Three on speed okay. run and they can get them done sub 10 minutes sub 10 yeah huh. so, so which is and the guy that I was watching and, and I don't know if he was a world record or if it was at the time it was like 2 years old so I'm sure that somebody has beaten it by now it's 100% goals in cash uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 and I will say this he did not expose one glitch and he did it in under 7 minutes he was just that hmm fucking good at the game which is like beyond me because I I love those games and I, I think that I'm like pretty good but I absolutely suck and now I never want to play again <laughs> yeah. now, now my, my take on speedrunning I've got two takes on it I find it extremely fascinating for certain types of games when a person can fly through like if they're beating a classic Mario the old school Mario with, you know when it came out when we were growing up that many of those levels were kicking people's asses when I watch someone speed run through those I find those extremely fascinating because at just how precise their movements are or if someone speed runs a level on Mario Maker that was completely created by someone else that was has been proven to be difficult and they speed run it i find that to be completely interesting um because they probably aren't using glitches they're using the mechanics built into the level with precise movements no missed jumps no mistimed actions no no wasted actions whatsoever so i find those to be extremely interesting now the issue I have that comes in with on the other side with speedruns is specific types of games that are speedrun. I don't like RPGs getting speedrun. Bro. Because there is I somebody feel that anything speed run outside of five. That and did in three hours. Yeah, see that's not entertaining to me. Right. Yeah, that I doesn't am make currently sense to playing me. Persona that's where 5. I feel the mentality. And you're like in 90 hours, right? Yeah, you're, you're like you funny. 90 something hours. You funny. So I just saved the game before oh, oh. we came here. 115. 115 hours. And I sent it to you guys. For Sarna 5 Roy. 115 hours. It yeah. still hasn't been. And I sent it to you guys last week that the completionist 100%ed Persona 5. And it and he was he was honest about it. It was over 500 hours in that game. Yeah. That's but exactly. bananas. Exactly. Yeah, five hundred hours and and I can't I can't stand certain games getting speed run like like Persona Five is not a game that should be sped run and I feel it ruins it for people especially the casual the casual viewer and the reason I say that is because people will come in and they're very fascinated this person can beat a game how fast the problem is that person who's going for the big numbers the big viewers the I'm on top of the mountain who can top me moment is going to ruin it because a lot of people are are easily fascinated and then easily over something 
So they speed run Persona 5. And as far as that person's concerned, it's like, who's watching? They're like, okay, well, I've seen all I really need to see in Persona 5. It can be beat in what was like seven hours it could be beaten like seven hours uh this might not be the game for me because it's so easily beaten it's not all it's all cracked up to be and i'm no longer interested because everybody is just like you know instantaneous and i feel it ruins certain games because you are basically for games that are meant to be in depth you are basically in my opinion you're shitting on those developers you're shitting on all the effort they've put in to the games and this is where i said we talked about a while back where i said it's the the way games are now it's not just the developer's fault but us as the consumer it's our fault as well so it's a 50 50 split right this is where that other 50 percent where it's our fault comes in this is where that 50 percent comes in because they make this game they put all these hours into it they put all this dialogue they put in all this stuff to find and then you have someone who comes along and they speed run a game that's not meant to be speed run even if they've 100 percented it themselves they don't realize the impact they're having on those thousands of viewers who may not have ever touched the game and may have been curious about it but now they see the speed run and they're like you, they might go no 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 people still buy yeah but you got to think for every 50 people you 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 know say you're viewing you're, you're streaming to 50 people half of those people are probably of that mentality it's like well i got everything i need out of it i never need to play it again that's been the case for me because i've watched somebody who's done full walkthroughs of games and i'm like well now i've watched you do the full walkthrough i don't personally need the game I because I already know everything is going to happen. I feel like I'm so chipping myself. That, you bring that up, and yeah. that's a great point because I rush through Red Dead Redemption 2 as fast as I could so that way nobody would spoil that story for me. My, my first playthrough of it. Exactly. And because I knew that, you know, there, there are certain people that I watch on Twitch and people that I watch on YouTube who were going through that game in real time and I still wanted to support them but I also didn't want to mm-hmm. get my story ruined you know like I exactly exactly so Itachi said it best and it was it, it, um, you want to have that experience exactly it was it's, a couple months ago Itachi said it when Final Fantasy 7 was about to come out he was like I refuse to watch any streamer play Final Fantasy 7 I, I feel I like, like you can't I was like, why? He's like, because they are going to ruin that fucking storyline for me. Because they're either A, going to talk a bunch, mm-hmm. talk the whole thing out to you, and pretty much recap everything that you're doing, and you have to deal with either them backseat gaming, you wanting the backseat game, or their viewers backseat game. And it ruins that experience. You don't get that firsthand experience mm-hmm. when you see that. He was like, he was also talking about how, hey, I have to be cautious going on YouTube because I follow a lot of gaming channels on YouTube. Fuck around, go to the wrong gaming channel, and all of a sudden, Yahtzee, whole storyline is out. I remember Devil mm-hmm. May Cry 5. I mean, it's right there on the thumbnail. hundred, Yeah, that that's 100% the oh, truth. Oh, yeah. But the games that... And, and I agree with you guys on RPGs you know, really aren't meant to be speedrun. But what I do love in the speedrun world is I love platformers being run, being sped run. Yes. I think pl- yeah. any, especially 2D platformers, that is just a different level of skill that I will never have. 
uh, because yeah. I will, as, as <laughs> much as you guys make fun of me for buying one game of a year, um, I'm but never going to spend all of my time for the next 15 years on Super Mario Brothers 3. It's just okay. not going to happen. I beat yeah, it once. Fair. Yeah. And yeah. that was difficult. And I'm never beating it again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most most regular gamers, most, and we talked about this uh, when we had some of the guests on the show, we talked about how a lot of people, they'll beat a game, and then once they beat a game, that's it. They, they're not really worried about going back and playing it again. They're like, I, I played it, I beat it, I got the story, you know, that's it. And as King Rufus mentioned earlier when he was talking about, you know, speedrunners watching speedrunners, that's what I think is happening because, you know, a lot of people are probably going to think, they're like, well, you know, the speedrunners, they, they took time and practice and time and practice and time. I will say a lot of them may have taken time and practice, but they're not original. Because it only takes that original person, the very first person who did it, I will probably give credit to because they had to do the true trial and error. And then once they post it, anyone who's looking to top them in speedrun just sees what they did and tries to improve on it. And then it just becomes an effect. All everyone does is carbon copy the person before them and just tries to shave seconds off the clock. They're like, okay, well, this person jumped here and then they had to stand there for two seconds. What if I just say YOLO, risk it, and then jump immediately after yep. or use this feature? So, They're so not, there's they a lot might of not that. really have beaten the game to its entirety. There's a lot of that in the community, especially now, like around games like Mario 64, where I see that, like, when, when I watched Aki's run, I knew the run because I had seen, you know, 20, 25 others Mario speedrunners run the exact same route that he ran. He just did it better. Faster. He didn't make any mistakes. At least not to my better. Now, I'm sure that some speedrunner out there is already going through his playbook and saying, okay, he wasted a quarter of a second, you know, at this one exact moment. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the same with that. It's There's a lot of that kind of stuff, like the guys who can beat Punch-Out on the NES blindfolded. um, Those people are also freaks of nature. (laughs) That is a freak of nature talent, and you, sir, I concede to. (laughs) That that, That, is a... uh, I mean, don't, but don't forget the guy who beat Zelda, that he's blind. Don't forget the guy who beat the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, and he's completely blind. He beat it by sound alone. That again, that is he a daredevil. That, that is whole a game. fucking so like I could see with with Punch Out, like you can master the timing of that game because that game is hundred percent timing. I don't know how you beat Ocarina of Time blind without a yeah. guide. I had to. I had to watch the video. I had to watch the video. I'm like, I don't know. I was sitting there and I'm like, there. I, 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 I had to see it to believe it. When I watched the video, I, I was still like, how? Mm-hmm. Like, like how? Like that game is there's there's no dialogue. Like how do you know what is happening? But I'm thinking what probably could have happened is you know they may have had someone originally guide them through, letting them know what certain sounds meant, what certain sounds were. 
like, you know, it doesn't take long to figure out, hey, listen, and what the heck that means. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, with the boss fights and right stuff, now. I guess if you pay close attention, there, you know, there's probably key sounds that we take for granted because we're seeing the game, so we're relying 100% on our eyes. Um... But then, you know, I, I can see it as being plausible because, like, I was playing No Man's Sky and there's this feature where there's a survey uh, to find key spots to put down mining and, and, you know, build your base. And the radar doesn't always show something, but if you listen, there's a directional sound saying, hey, we're not showing you the radius because you're just outside the radius, but there is one nearby. And it'll, you know, if you're wearing headphones, it'll sound in a certain direction and you just follow the sound. So I was like, you know what? Thinking about it, I guess sound for a game can be plausible. And at the time that, you know, when you really think about it, when Ocarina of Time came out, it's the same as Mario 64. You know, it wasn't a very elaborate game. It's not really a not, long not, game it's either not when you elaborate think about it, you know. 2020 so, standards. <laughs> it was. It's not elaborate in yeah. 2020 standards. And so. But yeah, back, you know, back when it came out, yeah, and, yeah. And that, the thing that, is, that is, game is we say me, it's uh, not a long game now, know. but for its time, you know, how many oh, hours no, for did you your your your, your, oh, first, your first long. playthrough? I had a whole binder for the walkthrough. Right. And so you probably put uh, what twenty five thirty hours the game down for like a year the first time. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, at least. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say I almost unconsciously speed ran the game only because I was on summer vacation. And while it was saving, my cat stepped on the reset button of my N64 Ooh. and it wiped my save file right after I got the Megaton Hammer. I turned that game right back on and started from the very beginning. And then that same day, got all the way back to the Megaton Hammer. It was a struggle, but only because I knew exactly what to do. Right. If you don't know exactly what you're doing or where you're going, it's gonna take a while. Especially if you didn't even have a walkthrough. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna it's gonna take yeah. a while. Yeah. It, yeah. And that was the thing. I did have yeah. a walkthrough. I remember I had a red binder walkthrough. Remember, <laughs> if you didn't have the uh, what was it, Brady Games? Is that who made published the walkthroughs? Yeah, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. Brady's. Yeah, Brady oh, games. I have yeah, a few. Brady games. Uh, I have a few, and they were really, really, really in depth. And the crazy thing was, is a lot of them came out same day as the game. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So the one for Chrono yeah. Cross actually came out because I remember this because I got Chrono Cross on launch day back in. 1997 or whatever the hell it was and it must have been 99 but um I got it on launch day and my mom was feeling really cool that day and she got me the Brady games uh uh walkthrough with it pretty awesome mm. <laughs> top five yeah. moment of my life but really <laughs> I kind of miss those those guys <laughs> so so since since we're talking about speed do you think like you know, people are using. You know, do they? Do you think they combine walkthroughs with their, you know, their own rendition of speed running? Like they take the walkthrough of the game because sometimes the walkthroughs will give you like, hey, you know, you can do shortcuts here. They're built-in designs and stuff. Um, now, if they're doing that and they're combining the multiple resource efforts, I probably would be a little bit more okay with it. But I guess, like I said, I I frown on it for certain game types. I just feel like. Uh, and this, you know, could probably make some people mad, but I feel literally like RPGs sh- 
should not be praised for being speedrun. No, Platformers, absolutely. Heck, if you can speedrun a shooter, I find if you speedrun a shooter, I find that very fascinating. And I find it would I would think it would be more fascinating if you did it on the hardest difficulty one like like if you speed ran doom because somebody did a speed run on doom original recently, doom or and they had developer react somebody beat no the new one doom eternal oh, okay. which is longer than okay, the original yeah, doom and they did it in like 15 minutes something like that then the, the, the world time now for that is like 15 minutes yeah and i'm like wait oh i'm like there's no way you couldn't have done that without some kind of glitches or unless you had infinite ammo i don't know what perks come at the end of the game because i still haven't found everything in the game is there like a uh, okay no i haven't played that much of doom um is there like a new game plus or anything like that that maybe he's getting yeah i so you can you can go back into the new game with all the weapons you've collected from the story but i don't think they give you like infinite ammo and stuff like you still got to find things so i'm guessing like okay well if you're running through one hit one hitter quitting everything with the guns the game gives you maybe like if you still have all of the abilities like you don't have to go and find all the abilities and find all this stuff like you've done everything so you can just go straight through but even then i'm like that still would take longer than 15 minutes like even if you skip all cutscenes unless you're one hitter quitting every single thing from beginning to end to do that in like under 15 minutes is like you had to know jumping from this cliff and yeah there had to be you know clipping if it's a pc version then i would just go see that even opens it up a little bit more because then you can look up the source files or you could look up you know you've got the means to to without breaking the game and you know breaching contracts and getting sued you can use the game's flaws to to your advantage um but i i personally would i personally favor the ones that use no clipping no glitching like i want to see someone speed run the original demon souls no glitching from beginning to end and i'm like that game is hard that game is long and do it where there's no like you don't die that's the stuff i would love to see because you can learn from that and and you're not you know it can it still would hold value i feel to the viewer because then they would be more inclined probably to be like okay well um i might want to try right. that so because you're not because i i know king rufus you said it before it's not like showing like your the game is broken like now it made what mario look like it was a broken yeah, game yeah, i mean how <laughs> because how you, you beat so mario 64 yeah. with 16 stars only 16 stars collected it makes it look like it's a buggy, glitchy mess. And it's not. It's not at all. Not even a little bit. I would say as far you know, for the time, it's about as perfect of a game as you can get. You know, it just like most Nintendo games. Yeah. Most Nintendo first party games, whether you like them or not, they're never going to be broken. As far as I can remember. Yeah. I, I, exactly. Like, I'm trying to... Now I'm, like, going back through that statement, and I'm like, somebody's going to hit me up on Twitter and be like... <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, somebody's going to hit you up on Twitter and be like, um, do I need to... Rem- well, you know what? I just thought of a game that could be broken sometimes. Gemini. Gemini sometimes could be a little bit broken. Okay. Um, but it's not... But I, you know, I didn't it's not play WWE it enough for it to, like, broken. 
Exactly. I mean, (laughs) you would hope not. So, right. But I mean, so I'm forever going to be weird about sweet runs. I will just tell the people this now. So, me being a fighting game fan, if you can speed run a fighting game, cool, fuck it, I don't care, bro. Set it to 10 second round with a minute, well, not a minute, with one round fight on the hardest difficulty and you speed through that, cool, whatever, do you. You lack confidence, I don't give a fuck. But if you're taking an RPG and you're speed running it, ugh, fuck you. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't, yeah. It bothers me. Yeah, it, it, it does because it always rub me the wrong Basically, way. you're not you're not in it to play the game and immerse yourself in that world at that point. You're in it. You're to in it for clout. You're yeah, you're in it for clout. You're in it for the bragging rights. Yeah. Um and I get it, you know, because we're in that era where everybody wants to be, you know, streamer famous you know social media famous so they're like well you know if i speed run this game i can put myself on this pinnacle that'll be the hardest to reach and it sucks because it, the people who originally started the speed runs it was an art form it was a craft they were challenging themselves now it's just like well i want to be famous and this is probably the only way i can <laughs> so i'm gonna speed run this game like i say platformers totally for it absolutely knock yourself out uh, you know, there, and there's, and it seems like there's a, when you look at speedruns, there's a certain type of game that they go to try to speedrun. Like classic games, I can get it, but like, like, like we were talking about, making it look like it was a just hot, broken mess. Uh, that's just, in my opinion, that's just kind of disrespectful to the people that created it. Um, because the generation now of viewers that are watching that weren't even born when that game came out are going to be like, oh my gosh, that was the most horrendous thing I've ever seen. Why did people play that garbage? Right. Because they're like thinking like, you know, like, oh man, how did did y'all play that? And there's still a ton of skill involved in speedrunning Mario 64, but there's they do exploit a lot of glitches to beat that game so fast. The ones that I, you know, I really enjoy watching people do the 120 star run. So, because I myself am a person who is a full on completionist and you didn't beat the game unless you get all 120 stars. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, you can beat it with less, but that's yeah. 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 God damn though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm also a slight but he's saying something I agree with. I don't consider a game. Yeah, slight glutton yeah. for punishment. It's, it's not slight. that hard. I mean, slight. like well, burn, 100, you could, isn't okay. as you bad. could do it if you oh, okay. just wanted today, to put some time into today, it. And today, you could do it yeah. in probably less than 25 hours. I'm sure I did it before, but no, I'm sure uh, I did it with that's a requirement. So all sense of time was so all sense of time was exactly. gone. <laughs> Got it. You played the game the way it was originally meant to be played because those people were probably on on something when they made the game. I mean, so you were seeing it for what it really was. Got it. I'm just saying. Got it. Answer the Matrix. Same thing. You think I'm trying to speed run that shit? Fuck no. I had Kush. Hey, you do what you got to do. Exactly. Do what you got to do. But. In theme with our speed running topic, uh, that is it for this episode. We 30 hit, minutes. We hit, we hit the 30 minutes. I minute dug mark. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. <laughs> We're trying to see if we could 
<laughs> do a speed run episode on the topic of speed running. But uh, guys, let us know your opinion. Do you like speed running? Do you you know think it's an art form, or are you you know do you agree with some of us that some games don't need to be speed run? Let us know on Twitter at the GZ Chop Shop. We would love to hear from you. You can you know cuss up King Rufus or you know. Send all the send all the angry yeah, to King you, Rufus. You, you guys can, can uh, slide can into the GZ Chop Shop DMs, <laughs> uh, or 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 just tweet at it. I'll roast you um, if that's what you want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hit us up yeah, at GZ Chop Shop. Don't write me. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you everybody so much for tuning in. Please stay safe out there, and we will catch all of you wonderful people. On the next episode. Later. Deuces. Remember, we care. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or Acast for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.